Hey there, horror fans. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. And this is Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Where every other week, Justin and I get together and we talk about all things horror. Movies, games, you name it, we cover it. So come check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Google Play. You can get a hold of us at podandgore at gmail.com, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. Hello and welcome to A Nerd's World. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm your other host, Justin. Welcome. And I hope you guys had a happy holiday. Happy holidays. It was Thanksgiving over the past Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. No. I ate a lot of food. I cooked a lot of food. <laughs> um, so we evened ourselves out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now we're into Christmas. <laughs> yes. Christmas. Toys and stuff. Yeah. But this episode's not talking about Christmas. No, but we will get to that soon. We kind of needed a little bit of an easy one because of the holidays, mm-hmm. friends and family. It was a little We're bit even ho- recording a little late because of my schedule. Yeah, and it's <laughs> snowing outside, so hopefully this gets launched on the the next couple hours. So yeah. we'll <laughs> we'll see. So the episode I picked is kind of more of a fan choosing a little bit mm-hmm. i i'm titling this captain my captain mm-hmm. which it is basically picking our favorite space captains and certain space stuff so yeah i figured it'd be kind of fun to pick out you know we like we like a lot of the same stuff so let's see if we come up with some of the same stuff i think we will i mean then i as i was kind of looking through Excuse me, for my choices, I was like, man, I don't watch as many science fiction with space things as I thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> or maybe you do, and you just didn't think of that. Could maybe. be. Cause you I've, might come up with some weird ones that I'll go, oh, yeah, that one. Well, or maybe some that I've seen. I know one for sure. I'm going like, oh, yeah, I know he didn't see this. This son of a... <laughs> Stupid loser. So, first off, who was your first space captain that you think you remember it of scene i it's it's tough but i would have to go with picard because my mom would watch next gen constantly as i was a kid i grew i grew up in the 90s you know i was born in the late 80s so it was pretty much perfect time for picard to be everywhere same thing with my mom yeah our moms are very similar mm mm-hmm. mhm and then when she met my stepdad, he was a huge Star Wars fan, or Star Trek fan, rather, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of bonded over Next Gen, and they watched it every night. Yeah, my uh, mom also watched uh, Star Trek Next Generation and Jean-Luc Picard. He's, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good captain. And my animated one would be from X-Men. With uh, Starjammer, or I think that's what it's, um, it's like Cyclops' dad. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could remember the name. I'm almost positive you're right. Yeah. He would, I know for sure that's my first animated Star mm. Captain. But. Uh, what my first animated one would I, be. I had to think of it. I just thought of that just a minute ago going like, well, what about cartoons? Since we yeah, I same. guess that would probably, it'd have to be mine too then. Because that's way before Futurama and I didn't watch the. Uh, Star Trek animated series until I was much older. Didn't even make it through a couple episodes. It's so bad. But. Well, for the 
well, for the X-Men series, it was when they were doing the Phoenix Saga right. episodes, and they had the uh, the Shi'ar Empire. Mm-hmm. With Lalandra. Yeah. I think that's when they introduced uh, Cyclops' dad, yeah. you know, with the ship. Mm-hmm. So, all right, awesome. Fair enough. I-, I like this. So, without further ado, we're doing a top five rank of our favorite captains, the captains we would follow to the grave yes. with. We'll go down with the ship with them mm-hmm. because they're that awesome. Exactly. So, so you want me to go first? Yes. Go first. Justin. My number five, Leela from Futurama. Oh, you bastard. You <laughs> took my... <laughs> I think you... When I... I think you were thinking the same thing when I texted you. Go like, it can be anything. It can be from either comics or animated. Mm-hmm. I, it I, definitely opened doors. Because like I said, there's only so... F- and it's hard to pick captains in Star Wars. Well, is Han Solo a captain? That that's the thing, and we we'll get to that later, I yeah. think. But it, Leela was one where it's like I don't really want to rank her higher because it's almost sort of a fake non-pick. But I picked her. Oh, you know, I mean, she has incredible luck. I mean, they get into the worst scrapes imaginable every week and survive, and so does the ship most of the time. Well, I, I've i had her on my number four list just because I kind of like how she kind of just takes these bumbling idiots and just focus on surviving and making mm-hmm. sure she kind of just works with what she got, yeah. you know? She's a good improviser yeah, and always gets the package delivered. And it, it helps really well with having a voice a- uh, actress, Katie Seagal. Yeah. Uh, Married with children, my yeah. wife and kids. Yeah. You know, I or not my wife and kids. Eight simple rules. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean I picked her for mostly that reason, just being able to captain a ship, even with an idiot and a, a drunk, yeah. basically. So, but with an old fool as a boss. Yeah, you know, I mean it. It'd be kind of fun to be a lazy guy, just to <laughs> be all like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, we'll help you at Taronga. <laughs> You'd be the fry. Yeah, I, I'm definitely the fry of. <laughs> Fair enough. So, what was your number five, then? All right. Well, I picked Jason Nesmith from Galaxy Quest. Nice. Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, couldn't remember his name. <laughs> well, I, I I had to look up. I'm Hopefully, I didn't mispronounce the last name. Cause, that sounds right. Because uh, it's been a while since I watched that movie, but I've been seeing trailers lately for uh, a Galaxy Quest documentary mm-hmm. that's, I believe, out now. Uh, but I want to see it. It's it looks really good. It's such a great movie. It is, and albeit terrible at the same time. <laughs> but I mean, it, a lot of people wouldn't consider him. I don't think just because he's kind of kind of just being an asshole a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, just going like, oh yeah, all right, uh, well I guess I'll do this part for you fanboys. And then mm-hmm. when he realizes it's real, then he's just doing it just for like trying to relive the glory days, but. And not die. Yeah, but when stuff actually came down, you know, shit hits the fan. He was there to be, like, actually taking the role of being the captain. Yeah. Never give up, never surrender. I was about to say it myself. Yeah. And I I just loved his character and how he talks to the, talks to that one fan, uh, Justin Long, mm-hmm. on the communicator and how he was being a prick to him earlier, but now he's... Like relying on yeah, him to save the universe. I kind of liked how he was kind of just definitely relying, needing help from 
his crew and also necessarily not the crew but the fans and, yeah yeah and i yeah that's my pick for number five all right so what's your number four since i said my number four my number four is kirk i wanted to put him a little bit higher but at the end of the day i don't like original series as much as some of the others okay and you know i mean he's a classic you know he was the first if you take aside uh, what's his face one of the first, you know, Enterprise captains, and we followed a story in the whole, you know, J.J. Abrams saga, and I don't know, it's it's hard not to love William Shatner. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. It seems like his would be one of the more fun ships, aside from Leela's. They get into much wackier adventures, and I like the more militaristic style of his enterprise as opposed to like a Picard where it was more like the Titanic in space. Like it was just a big family boat. <laughs> yeah. And they happened to fight monsters. Okay. So I'm, I've kind of, I'm not really much of a Kirk fan. I mean, I like Chris Pines Kirk, mm -hmm. you know, but you're not a Shatner booster. Not really. You makes know, me I'm, sad. Boston I'm, legal man. I mean, show. I mean, I liked the original star Trek. I've, I remember before streaming wars happen, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> there's that channel we have on our local stations, you know, that plays vintage uh, TV shows mm -hmm. and whatnot. And I watched a couple and I was like, okay, I like it, you know? I mean, for 60s era TV. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I I wasn't, you know, I, I was old enough to not judge it by <laughs> like, God, the graphics are, ugh, they're terrible. Is that a stick? The, the Gorn doesn't even blink. God. <laughs> Why don't they blank on these porgs? <laughs> they should are... talk to George Lucas and what he did with the Ewoks. <laughs> oh, he fixed that later. I know. <laughs> that was the jab. Oh. <laughs> so uh, your number four, I already said Taronga. I said right. Taronga Leela, which right. we discussed. So. so my number three, uh, Malcolm Reynolds, Firefly. Oh, okay. Nathan Fillion. I mean, how do you not follow <laughs> Nathan Fillion into... Anything good, bad, or otherwise. Okay. That's really yeah. all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how it seems more like, he's a handsome man. He's a beautiful man. He really is. <laughs> if only he was 10, 15 years younger, he could be Green Lantern. <laughs> did you ever meet him when he was at the Emerald City Comic Con? No. No? I, 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 I did. Had. Yeah? Yeah. Nice guy? Yeah, he was nice. Not as tall as I thought. I, don't, uh, I mean, being, that's always. I'm, the I'm case. not being a dig. I'm just. I'm just going like, oh, all right. Hey, you're my height, so that's cool. <laughs> well, you're and, pretty tall. And it's just funny just hear my mom go, oh, "That's Nathan Fillion." I go like, <laughs> "You know him?" Oh, yes. From what? Castle. Oh. I never watched it. It's a good show. It's fun. They I do. They do some Firefly references in there. Well, you'd if, have to if you fans don't know out there. So. <laughs> He's even wearing the costume in there, and they go like, what are you supposed to be? I don't know, some space cowboy? You know? <laughs> like, that's so dumb, Dad. <laughs> so Awesome. All right. So you're number three. I put Star-Lord. Crisp. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not... Well, okay, maybe some of my guys <laughs> that I picked are almost similar, but I picked Star-Lord for a little bit of a different reason. Just... Mostly because he was able to kind of round up this group of Misfits. randoms. Yeah. 
and there were a lot there were a lot more misfits than anybody and they didn't really necessarily all work together very well you know sometimes they fought a lot mm-hmm. and but he still kind of round them up in the end to be like all right hey we gotta we gotta do this all right you know yeah i mean he essentially took all of these criminals and made them into a family it's the fast and the furious of uh the marvel universe i didn't even really think of star lord actually it's just i'm surprised Family. i don't have a single marvel thing on here well, i would laugh if uh, vin diesel was playing star lord like, right, <laughs> i don't got a bunch of cryptos i got family <laughs> um, that'd be awesome no it's just it's just kind of funny how just rocket just laughing at him at every moment of turn and mm-hmm. they're all kind of flow together even though he gets insulted a lot and yet he still kind of commands him maybe not rocket as much right but he still takes charge and gets the mission <laughs> yeah done. and he he sees the bigger picture too like just the whole galaxy not just himself or the one earth or something yeah my number two is han solo even though my autocorrect made it hand solo <laughs> <sighs> You know, All right. I'm glad he was actually on your list because yeah. I want to debate this a little bit. Is I mean, he a captain? Or is he just some guy who has a good friend and they're just not wanting to hang out with... Shuffing Wook- around space. Not wanting to hang out with Wookiee's family, Lumpy's... Uh, well, Mama you know, and- I would put him in the Jack Sparrow camp, which, you know, if we were doing all-around captains, he might even be on my list. It, you know, he's just... You know, he's a smuggler, he's a criminal, and he is the captain, technically, of the Millennium Falcon. It's his ship, and he runs it. He, You know, it's a limited crew, obviously, with it pretty much just being Chewie and whatever rebels he happens aboard. But, technically, it's a hard one, but given that he also was something of a captain-lieutenant in the the rebellion... Okay, that is true, but did he actually commanded like a full crew, not just like his best buddy, like, Chewie, fix this. Well, I mean, in like New Hope, he had Leia there to help out. He had Luke there on the cannons. I mean, there was. Yeah. There there was some crewness to it, okay. I suppose. All right. Not, well, obviously, since... not to the lengths of any of the, our others, but I mean, even Leela only had Fry and Bender. And a doctor. She also had a doctor. Yeah, but he was sometimes. rarely on the actual ship. It was more like at home base. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like since we brought in Futurama a little bit, you know. Since Farnsworth actually owns a ship, is he captain of that ship? You know, I mean, it's kind of like Han Solo owns that ship, but yeah, but Farnsworth doesn't pilot the ship, mm-hmm. and they call him the captain. Almost every episode, they can. Whereas, again, I guess I would go with Jack Sparrow and the Black Pearl, like it was his ship, and he piloted more or less, or sailed, or however you would say it, that ship, Han Solo, with his second-in-command, Chewie, pilot the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Well, since you gave that argument, maybe I'll give it to you, but (laughs) maybe, but... I don't know. What do you think, folks? You know, com- comment on this episode. Yeah, this I wanna- could be an interesting debate for the Facebooks. Yeah, let- I want to hear, you know, the Han Solo, if they think he's an actual captain or not. Sure. But also, I it makes me think if, if I'm going to be an Uber driver, I better put, I'm Captain 
Andrew here of the, of the I'd be disappointed Subaru if you Outback didn't. of the Subaru Outback. What you need a Sounds fast so car? So majestic. You need a fast car. Well, she did not... the McDonald's run in twelve point three seconds. <laughs> there you go. See, my number two, I put down Malcolm Reynolds hey. by Nathan Fillion. I kind of wrote him as similar to my other favorite characters, like. Uh, Gene Starwin of Outlaw Star. If you nope. if you don't know that series, <laughs> it's an anime series that I think uh, Firefly takes a lot of stuff from that to this. Wouldn't surprise me because there's a girl in a briefcase and <laughs> she's weird, just like Summer Glau. But anyway, just Nathan Villion's character, I picked him mostly because not only does he have kind of a good honor code about him mm-hmm. that. He does the job, he gets paid. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily close the door permanently on everyone, even though some have shot him back. Sure, sure. And just an all around good dude, you know, just thinking from like the movie, mm-hmm. you know, just knowing that most likely he's going to die, but he doesn't care because this he is never more... gives up and never surrenders yeah well just like to now <laughs> he's just he just was willing to die for it basically yeah. and i would follow him just like all the other crew would and i just think that's admirable and if you read the comics too it's you know it goes even more extensive there there's now a book hmm. that introduces like his mom Oh, wow. Out there and even in the comics now. So this is just recent. So I haven't, I'm not caught up yet, but I'm like, oh my God, I want to know his background. Well, I mean, it it got one season and one movie and there's so much more you could do with that story. And glad they finally found a way, even if it is in comics, to flesh it out more. Yeah. So I picked him as my number two. Fair enough. My number one. I think you and me are going to have the same one. Jonathan Archer from Enterprise. Oh. Not who I thought. (laughs) I I love Enterprise. It might be my favorite of the Star Trek series. And, I mean, what's not to like about Scott Bakula? You know? Quantum Leap. Nothing. (laughs) I'd never seen it before this show, but... But you you should watch Quantum Leap, people, since we have an episode on that. It is good. And yeah, I mean, I've always... I just... I like that at the time of his Enterprise, things were more scaled back. They didn't even have teleporting, and everything was just all bare-bones, basic sailing in space and discovering things that no one had ever seen before, and he's... He's got the suaveness, I think, of a Kirk, but he's got the seriousness of a Picard. Hmm. And to me, it's like he has the best of both worlds in the Enterprise. I know there's several Enterprise captains out there and Voyager and all that stuff, but of the two big ones in the Star Trek world, I think Archer covers both bases while still you know, keeping it really fun. So there. I'm very surprised, and I... I feel like I need to catch. I I'm not versed in the Star Trek universe, but mm-hmm. I did pick a Star Trek character for my number one. Oh, I'm interested to see who it is. Though. Well, my number one 
is Jean-Luc Bacard. I didn't want to say him too many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just for me, I've, you know, when I got into Star Trek, ne- I mean, like really got into Star Trek Next Generation is mm-hmm. after uh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek came out. I went to my college library mm-hmm. and they had pretty much all the seasons on DVD at the College of the Next Enterprise. So I was like, okay, I want to watch these. And it's not till I got to the third season. I can't remember the name of the episode on the top of my head, but the episode was uh, Jean-Luc Picard gets caught being seen by a by a civilization that has doesn't have that technology or knows anything about them and they heard his name also and they go like the picard he's a god Hmm. amongst men and just jean-luc picard he he then like goes down to this civilization this small village and tells him who he is but not in the way of like compromising his prime directive from the enterprise where they're not allowed to like interfere with yeah. civilization. It's kind of like at the beginning of uh, Into Darkness, I think it is. Yeah. And he he believed in that quota so much that he was willing to die for it. And they were going like, well, if you think of me as a god, just kill me now. Shoot me with that arrow. And uh, I mean, I, uh, I can't remember the whole thing, but it just made me go, wow, he really goes for this. He also brings culture to his... Uh, cruise ship as you call it mm-hmm. <laughs> um just you know like doing playing that flute and uh having that fancy tea and <laughs> wine and he is the most cultured of the starship captains i would say his interactions with data you know just mm-hmm. kind of like telling him like well to be doing this data you must you know it just happens you know i don't I can't. He really tries to humanize data in a way that. Yeah. Yeah. And while making uh, Wesley not so. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> My stepdad hates Wesley Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Will Wheaton. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, that's who I picked as my number one. I would definitely follow him to the to the grave, basically. Yeah. And yeah. he and defeated and the Borg. What else? Yes. Do you need? That. I first contact. I would, love that movie. I would recommend that. I can't believe I didn't see that movie until after the J.J. Abrams movie. I'm going like, wow, this is way better than, mm-hmm. you know. So. It's one of the best. I like Undis- Undiscovered Country might be my favorite Star Trek movie, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to get into facts about space or do you want to do our ship list? Well, <laughs> the way you say <laughs> ship list. <laughs> our big old pile of ship list. Uh, well, let's just go through the ship list and we'll go to the space fun space facts all so. right so uh so it's five ships that we would have be our ship and my first one was a again a bit of a gimme and actually I had to look up the name because technically we haven't heard the name yet oh so this might not actually be what it's called but the razor crest from the mandalorian oh okay is awesome. It's a knockoff of the Firefly. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's a more compact version. He's got those freaking 
cryo slabs in the you know downstairs compartment area. It just feels very empty to me, but okay. spacious. <laughs> I think yeah, it, you know it's true. it's small, it's stealth, it's not as flashy. It's something that a bounty hunter would use. You know, you want to get in undetected and get out. Hopefully, no Jawas steal all your parts. And you can, you know, maneuver throughout the galaxy without drawing too much attention to yourself, unlike every other ship on my list. Okay. All right. Well, it is kid-friendly, I guess, you know. And The Mandalorian is amazing. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing, folks? It's it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I put down as a kind of... I don't know if it's technically a ship, (laughs) but it's... It's been used in space. I had this as my, uh, what is it? What's it called? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Our honorable honorable mention. I I put down this ship as my honorable mention. The Eagle Five is the 1986 Winnebago Chieftain 33 from Spaceballs. Oh Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) I I just like the apartment feel of it. Sure, sure, but. I'll, I'll go to the next one. Since the 1701D, where it's just a big house in space. <laughs> hey, man, you know, you got to you gotta get that good feel, you know, too. And I want it to be transportable. Yeah, so. You got to travel in luxury. Uh, my number five is actually the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Hmm. I saw that on the list. And I went, okay, that makes sense. Would you pick that as your... I mean, you Based haven't seen on... it, right? Or Oh, yeah. I had to oh, watch okay. it for my last show. Uh, Jeremy made me watch like five or six episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, how poor baby. This is It was fine. Hard I liked it. <laughs> you know, listen to go back in time and listen to that episode. It's still up if you want to. I, I, I like Doctor Who fine. You know, I watched the tenant version, which is from what I hear one of the best. It's it's British Star Trek. I get it. It's cool. <laughs> oh boy. Uh well. I make yeah. much better argument for that on the show. Go back and listen to it. Yep, but yeah, yep. I, I like the idea of it being able to travel basically anywhere in time and, and space. And it's small too, you know. Yeah. Portable. You know, and bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. So It's a phone booth, which no one has anymore. But back in the day, 20 years ago, you could blend into just about anywhere. Yep. So that was my number five. All so right. That's your number four. The Serenity. Okay. Again, it, it has the niceness of the Razor Crest, but also has more space. You know, different quarters, so you can actually have more than just one person sleep in there and not in the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll I'll talk about it later. It's definitely on my list, but I well, won't say course. where. Uh, number four, the RLS Legacy from Treasure Planet uh-huh. ship. I've, I've never seen that movie. It's actually not bad. That's what I've heard. You know, it's... It's on my Disney Plus watch list. Is it on there? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's Disney. Well, anyway, it's a good... It's it's a fun movie, fun take. It's just the idea that this is a literal-looking ship. Yeah, like a pirate ship. <laughs> like a pirate ship that is in space. And the way they... Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a fun, you know, idea just to have an actual ship to be flying around. And they kind of give it a little bit of science, go like, oh, the gravity. And hmm. they kind of use that for fights and they're like shutting right. it off. And, you know, it's, it's yes, good. You have to, if, if you have an artificial gravity at some point, you have to turn it off yeah. in order to screw someone over. Exactly. My number three is the Enterprise, 
the 1701 first one <laughs> i it really just the first one through c i'll take once you get into the d's and on it's not i don't mean to hate on next gen so much but i like the more fighter and explorer version of the enterprise where it's a little sleeker it's just the crew gathering info and battling enemies Whereas I know you can do that in the later ones, but it's just so big, you know? Okay. All right. I like a sleek ship, something that I can just, you know, zip through space. I don't want to have to go around the parking lots a million times looking for a large enough space to fit my ship. <laughs> you know, compact. It's all about the compact. Okay. All right. I, I get that. <laughs> that makes sense, you know. Uh, Millennium Falcon from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I... I just love it. It's a, you yeah. got a chessboard, you know what? What's more there is yeah, to Yeah, I mean you, know? you have holographic <laughs> uh, monster pieces that kill each other, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just a cool design, and even from like a solo movie with. Now that we learned that it actually that, had more that, to that it, space at the escape pod. Yeah, you know it's kind of cool, and like to have known what was in that you know, extra space, you know, see mm-hmm. what that looks like on the inside. You yeah, know? I mean, you always just assumed that it was just the way it was designed, but the fact that it actually had a purpose at one point. Yeah. So, that my, was my three. number two, Planet Express ship. Okay. Pretty yeah. much for all the reasons why I, I picked Leela in the first place. I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, if you turn on the microwave at the right point, you have yourself a time machine. That, you know, what else do you need? Or it could be a love bot to a, your robot, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's got it all and so much more. And it's durable as shit. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> durable. Okay. Yeah. I put Serenity, the Firefly. Just, yeah. Just, I like the home field of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you could, they played basketball in there. They had a weight gym. That's right. They had, you know, cows in there, too, and... Kind of forgot about all that. I haven't watched Firefly in a long time. It had two ships, you know, like detachable ships to it. It's, I just like the design of it, and I kind of fell in love with it, like Malcolm did when he first saw it, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I definitely have a few little minifigures of that ship. I have the keychain for it. I have a Lego version of it, and I got a, um, oh, I'd say, I don't know how big, like. Uh, maybe twice the size of of my fist, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a size. Yeah. So it's a it's a pretty That's cool decent ship. size. Yeah. Hmm. For a hundred bucks, it was. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I have spent more on much less. <laughs> I'm a little cheaper. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Of all the toys I have, I don't have anything Firefly. Oh well. I, I it's saying, hard to find until recently. Well, and it's also hard to find a you know at least a cheap, you know, not cheap, but I mean like they Affordable. sell. Yeah. <laughs> They make them so big now, and I'm mm-hmm. like, God. First off, I wish I had the room. Yeah, <laughs> second, that's I don't my want... new problem: finding space for new things. Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll send you a link of that Lego set. It's pretty cool. It's small, you know. As small as my uh, Aston Martin. It is definitely smaller than my fist. How about that? Oh, wow. Or at least the size of my fist. So, hmm. see, I, I I give sizes by my fist. So I see. the size of my <laughs> car is about two thousand of my fist sizes. You know, okay. so. Okay. I get that. That makes sense. My number one is the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it's just the first ship that I really saw. You know, I said Picard was my first captain, but the first ship that I saw and went, holy crap, this, 
you know, it's going into battle, it's dodging the Empire, he's learned some cool maneuvers, which is just drifting to the left, you know, it's well, got it all. It's got a, for being a flat disc, basically, mm-hmm. it's weird how maneuverable it can be. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching Star Wars the last two, three days, getting through the whole saga and the spinoffs and stuff, and seeing what they did with the Falcon in the newer movies, and even in by the time you get to Jedi, the way it is able to just maneuver and outperform a TIE fighter even is impressive. I almost put an X-Wing on here, but I wasn't sure if that counted. No, it, it needs to actually hold more than two people. A person. <laughs> more yeah. than two people. That's kind of what I thought. That's why I ended up going with the Razor Crest. But, no, the X-Wing is a cool ship. You know? Yeah. I like Poe's ship more. So... Mm. The uh, newer X-Wing. Yeah. I For my number one, I put the Starship ship USS Enterprise D. Jerk. <laughs> you're, hey, <laughs> all you're, right, prove me wrong. All right. It's got a bar. Done. It's It's got a... <laughs> yeah. I mean... Kirk has to have a bar on his. Uh, nice lounge, you know? Like, they have a kind of a theater, you know? True. And you're the right. It is, kind of a, it is kind of a cruise ship. Yeah. And... You go for more... Uh, Family friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I get you. Yeah. The, holo- the, the holodeck. I mean, I the possibilities I can go like, oh, hey, make me Batman. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the danger room in space. Yeah. You know, basically. And not as dangerous. Um, it does come apart, you know, as we've yeah. seen in the movies where the disc part just comes off of it. And mm-hmm. the, so it's I, a makeshift Millennium Falcon where it's just a big saucer in space. In the 90s, I actually had a toy of that ship that um, you press on the on the oh, the spine of it, mm-hmm. lights up, laser noises, and it, it's really cool. It was a that really was cool, cool toy from the 90s. I know it was very popular, but... I used to have an Enterprise phone. It was the older version. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't have it anymore, though. Yeah, but... So, I, I've already win by saying it's got a bar. So I will say uh, Kirk would have a bar on the Enterprise. It might be he in would, his quarters, but he didn't. So I think he did. <laughs> you know, you got Whoopi Goldberg as your you know bar lounge girl. You don't go True. like, oh girl, you got to do this. She could tell you <laughs> stories about being on Hollywood Squares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh, everybody! I can tell you everything. <laughs> um, all right, let me pull up. Some fun facts about space. Yeah, space facts. It's really cold from what I hear. (laughs) Well, (laughs) damn it, you took my number one. (laughs) Space is completely silent. Oh. I knew that. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the cool things I like about, uh, we were talking about this earlier, Last Jedi, when Holdo crashes the ship into the other ship and it's mm-hmm. just completely silent with the explosion. Well, I can love that. Uh, I mean, yes, that is a very cool scene, but all the other times you hear noise, you know, know. in the firefly verse, they actually did do that for that specific reason, except for the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think the movie was awesome with the sounds, Yeah, but it's just, there's no atmosphere in space, which means there's no sound that has no way to travel or be heard. So hmm. that's why. Fair enough. The hottest planet in our solar system is 450 degrees Celsius. Definitely get a good tan. Can you guess which planet, though? 
Hmm. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not the one closest to the sun. Hmm. No, I'm not going to guess. Venus. Yeah, I wasn't close. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was all thinking like Mercury, right? Yeah, that's no. what I was going to say. That or maybe Saturn. It's because Mercury has no atmosphere to regulate due to the temperature, you know, so mm-hmm. close to the sun. So that's basically... I mean, I, from what I read, I was kind of like, is that really true? I mean... It says it on can, the internet. It has to be. <laughs> well, I got the facts from a uh, theplanets.org. You know, if people want to... <laughs> Fact you know. check you? <laughs> yeah. Usually .org is... Yeah, or, that means it's more legit. Somewhat. Hopefully. <laughs> they read two books. <laughs> and yeah. a Wikipedia article. Well, <laughs> I, I refuse to read anything that said uh, Pluto is not a planet. Be like, nope. It is. <laughs> This is from it NASA. Was my no. favorite one. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I didn't see anything like that on here. There may be life on Mars, as you know, people keep saying, mm-hmm. just because it may have some fossils of microscopic living things and a rock recovered from Mars hmm. from 1986. Uh, nobody knows officially how many stars are in space, just because the sheer size of space is. So yeah, that'd impo- be a lot to count. It just—it's impossible to accurately account for how many. I can't count how many yeah. jelly beans are in a jar. I don't think I could. <laughs> but that number is—they have an estimate, maybe between two hundred to four hundred billion stars. That seems and a lot there less are than I estimate I'd be. to be billions of galaxies. So the stars in space are really are more unaccountable. Hmm. Uh, Halley's comet won't orbit past earth again until 2061 the famous comet was last seen in 1986 when i was born of course not on the day but (laughs) sure sure it knew Um, you were coming it's mostly seen once every 75 to 76 years Hmm. a full nasa space suit costs 12 million dollars wow 70 percent of that cost is for the backpack and control module apparently Hmm. I'm just checking some other ones. There, There's quite a few, but I won't get too far. Fair enough. Fact number 273. <laughs> just two hours of this later. <laughs> uh, the footprints on the moon will be there for 100 million years, is what they estimate. Really? Wow. <laughs> That's because of the no atmosphere there? Yeah. There's uh, nothing to make There's it no go wind. Away. Yeah, there's no wind there to erode the surface or anything like that so hmm. uh one day on venus is longer than one year because how long it takes to yep that's a slow axis rotation so it's hmm. about 243 earth days to complete its day wow it's almost kind of like alaska when, <laughs> when we thought our weeks took forever yeah <laughs> mm, mondays <laughs> someone has a case of the mondays says someone from venus <laughs> well get ready you're gonna have that for about a week if two pieces of the same type of metal touch in space they will apparently be permanently bond james bond <laughs> No. God. Space. All right. This isn't Moonraker, for God's sakes. I was going to say, he went to space. I know. Uh, It's known as cold welding, and it happens because the atoms of two pieces of metal have no way of knowing they are separate. Hmm. So. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough fun facts, but, you know. Those uh, were interesting. I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to go full magic school bus on (laughs) <laughs> on you, but 
I'm on the magic school bus. Something, 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 something. Oh, Jesus Christ. You didn't didn't grow up with that. Oh, I did. Your school never showed you magic school bus. More than they should have, probably. I just never... That would have helped. And before we sign off, uh, we also have pick our favorite Funko Pops or... Ones we want to see. And if you... I kind of had an idea of like, if there's a Funko Pop of your captain, which one would you pick? Mm-hmm. I went with Leela, mostly because I love Futurama and I only have one Futurama figure, which is a bendable Zoidberg. Oh. And I want more. So, and they're impossible to find for a decent price. I'm curious about that one now. Now that you say it, at first I was going like, it's probably cheaper. That's why. But. I, no. I don't know. I haven't priced out the... Uh, they are There are Futurama Funkos. I've seen them like on Amazon and whatnot, but I don't know how much they go for. Yeah. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, I found a Malcolm Reynolds Falco, Funko Pop mm. at a store, and I was like, oh, yes, and I saw the price. It was $9, and... Hey, that works. Well, online, they... I mean, eBay gets a little too crazy on their prices, but I've seen it from, like... 20 to 40 50 dollars you know that's too much yeah and i'm like 25 uh, is my limit so it's it's nice that my local comic book shop doesn't you know, know that know that <laughs> so i'm just glad to have it in my collection next yeah. to my five serenity ships <laughs> so before we sign off please go to our social media outlets we yeah. you know to tell us off about if Captain Solo is a captain or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could find us on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mostly, if you type in A and W Pod, you will find us. Or a Nerd's World. That's a Nerd apostrophe uh, yes. S World, and you will find us. Yeah, yeah. We we try and post a lot of fun stuff on the Facebooks and get the conversation started. We've got a couple uh, good followers there that you know like and share and comment and whatnot so if you want to join in please do we definitely welcome more participation yeah and Mm. and also like and subscribe us of course wherever you listen and please give us a good rating if you like us or not you know yeah bad ratings work fine anything you know on the itunes the more reviews we get the higher up we go on the search bars and more people can find us so even if you want to tell us we're stupid and don't know what we're doing We want criticisms. We want to know if there's anything we can do to make your uh, experience more pleasurable with us. We're we're here to serve. I'm not going to go pleasurable, (laughs) Justin. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no. All right. Let's (laughs) let's end this before it gets too personal. So, I am Andrew. I got to tell what my next one is. Oh, I'm Uh, sorry. Damn. (laughs) What is our next episode, Justin? Well, we are venturing near the Christmas season and in preparation of that, I thought I would talk about my favorite Christmas character of all time. <gasps> the Life Day special from Star Wars? No. Oh. The Grinch. Oh. And we're talking all aspects of The Grinch. So all three movies, plus the two others that uh, were released straight to video that most people probably haven't even heard of, let alone seen. Wobulous World of Dr. Seuss, all that good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. My research is already done, and I'm excited. Oh, wow. All right, well. Till next time. (laughs) I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And we'll see you around in the Nerds World. Bye. Bye.